Lewis brilliantly, Gunston, Burgoyne to put them in front. He doesn't miss, he's kicked three. Hawthorne back in front. Boundary throw in, Hale, body to body with Sandilands, a remarkable athlete, knocked it to the wrong man, Bruce. Bruce goes through and kicks a goal. Still with Rioli, real chance, Hawthorne are in now, Rioli pinpoint, kick the full forward, Burgoyne with Mackey, what a big play, Burgoyne gets it back, Gunston's got four, and they're coming now. Hi folks, I'm Marcus and welcome to Hawthorne Obsession. Uh, folks, it's been a difficult few days for Hawthorne supporters and uh, my co-host Michael and I went to the game last uh, Sunday it was and my goodness Michael, that wasn't a good experience for any of us. Yeah, it was a pretty ordinary experience for all Hawthorne fans, I think. Uh, that and the week before against the Saints, I think it probably... Well, easily the two worst games we've had for this season and probably two of the worst we've had in, in a few seasons, to be honest. Yeah. Um, there's not really... I, I'm really struggling to find a positive uh, out of the last two weeks. I don't know if you can, but, yeah, it just looks like we're in for a very long haul, maybe even longer than we thought going into this year, to be completely honest. Yeah, I mean, look, I, it was interesting. I watched Clarkson talking about, and he's using the expression, being philosophical. So <laughs> let's be philosophical, Michael, because when we're watching the match, we're being very philosophical, thinking about, right, so who who here in this team is going to be here in five years' time? Who's going to be in our premiership team? And I think you and I both agreed, including the players who are injured at the moment, we think there's probably about a handful of players, maybe five or six players who possibly will be in our team going forward. That's a lot of turnover before we get to that moment. So we have a lot of journeymen in our footy team at the moment who we don't believe will be there when we uh, are again up and about and uh, looking to win a premiership. Michael, what do you reckon about that? Yeah, I think that's probably right. Um, I can't name too many players that are in our current team or on our current list that will be on the list in five years. If our list is to be any good in five years, I, it's just there's so many guys there that just feel like they're making up the numbers or you know they're just waiting out until they eventually retire. I'm talking about guys like like Shields. Um, you know, I think uh, Sean Burgoyne. This is surely his last season. Then, you know, there's guys like Hardigan and Hartley who were recruited for a bit of depth, but, you know, they're not the future. And then, you know, uh, there's a lot of younger guys as well who, you know, I, I think the problem with a lot of our youth is aside from Will Day and Granger Barras, who hasn't played a game yet, um, a lot of them are fourth and fifth round draft picks or even some of them came off the rookie list. So a lot of these guys... Uh, you know, I just don't know how much we can expect from them. Some of them will make it. Like when I'm talking about guys like like Dylan Moore and Harry Morrison and, you know, uh, Mitch Lewis, Jacob Kaczynski, uh, Emerson Jecker, Ollie Hanrahan. None of those names jump out as being star players. I don't think any – but I, I'm, I'm sure some of these guys will make it, but it just feels like a lot of them probably won't. And um, we've got to go through that process of, replacing them with, with you know, um, quality young – well, quality youth. And the only way to do that is to, to to draft, and that only comes once a season or once a year. So, yeah, we're just going to have to wait it out and be patient and get what we can, get the most we possibly can from the young guys we do have now. 
I know it's. I mean, it's very hard for us, Mike. I mean, I guess we've been lucky. We've been blessed. You know, in my lifetime, I've seen twelve premierships. Just myself, I've seen. We've only won thirteen. So, you know, we've been very lucky. And for most of the time, we've sort of been successful. And that's been we've been lucky as Hawthorne supporters. So, this is probably you know the lowest point. <laughs> it takes. Like you you said. I said, which year does this remind you of? And you said probably two thousand and four. And I reckon that's pretty close to it. 2003-4 was probably close to it, I reckon. We, we are way off the pace at the moment. And, uh, and I mean, there are some players in the team who are playing with zero confidence. I look at the way they were playing at the start of the season and, you know, they were really up and about and, like, challenging some really good footy teams who, of course, may not have been playing that well all the time either. But let's put that aside. But they were playing much better. But the, uh, like, Shields, oh, seriously, two kicks across goal and two beautiful kicks straight to a West Coast player. Yeah. You know, it becomes a bit infectious after a while. When the young blokes see that, it just becomes a bit of a... It's almost a bit demoralising. So I don't know what's going on with him at the moment, but there are, there are still some good signs, Michael. I mean, I, I look at Jekker and I think to myself, look, he's not really attacking the ball. He wants the ball to come to him all the time. But, you know, when he gets the ball in his hands and he actually has the ball and he kicks it, he's actually a beautiful kick. He's got a beautiful kicking style about him, and I like what he does, but, my gosh, he doesn't get the ball much. Um, I like the way Cozzy, he's always leading. He leads at the ball. But there was one time, Michael, when you and I are watching, we're watching the Hawthorne at the far end of the ground because we're behind up the um, the city end goals, looking at the far end, and we could see the Hawthorne players standing there, and our players are sort of on the half halfback flank looking for something, looking for someone to kick to, someone to give them a lead. They were just standing there. And I, I said, it's a bit like Jack in the Pack. They just want the players to kick to them. And I, I'm not sure what's going on there because I'm sure they're told to lead and give them something. But it just makes it really hard. It's almost like this is a team at the moment who are playing with not a lot of confidence. And so they're very uncertain about what they're doing. And it just makes it hard all around. As a supporter, I mean, I'm always mega positive about the Hawks and their future. But jeepers creepers, it was tough on Sunday, Michael. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with pretty much everything you said there. It was really hard to watch. My, my, well, not most of it. The whole game was really difficult to watch. Um, that's why. And the, and the week before, like I don't think our performance against the so the Saints was a, a heavier loss in terms of margin. But I thought we played just as badly against the Eagles. Um, yeah, they they look like they've got no confidence at all. Uh, I don't really know what the plan is. I mean. It, it, it was strange seeing none of our forwards really leading at the ball at all. That's a pretty basic thing, though. Like, I wonder whether or not they're not leading by design, whether there's some sort of purpose to that or whether that's a, a plan or a game plan. It seems very strange, but you, you just wonder why three AFL key forwards wouldn't be leading at the ball. I mean, there's no real reason for that other than, you know, for some reason they're being instructed not to. So I think there is some sort of game plan that's just not working. What it, what it is, I have no idea. But, yeah, um, I just I, one thing on on, uh, on those st- sticking to those those key forwards, do you, Marcus, do you see any of those three key forwards? I know it's early days, but Jekka, Kaczynski, Mitch Lewis, um, do you see any of those guys featuring in, uh, you know, in, our, future? in our future? Now, it's funny, Michael, in some ways at Hawthorne we are lucky because we've actually seen a few evolutions of what 
good teams look like. So we've got models to base on. So when I'm looking at these three blokes, I'm thinking, so how do they compare to what we've seen in the past? I'm talking from the 80s through the early 90s, you know, through to the Buddy Ruffy era, right? And, like, the only one of those three who may have some potential is Cozzy. Cozzy, at least he leads at the ball. He, he struts around like he knows what he's doing, which is always a good thing. I mean, the young bloke, the confidence is on the field is good. So he's probably the only one who may hang on. The other two at this stage, I, th I think Lewis and Jekka. I mean, Jekka's only played three games. So was it two games? Two, two games, yeah. Uh, it's and, a bit, and two uh, terrible games to play. Well. It, was, it was terrible games to play, you're right, in. But uh, at this stage, I'm only seeing maybe one. The other, I'm seeing Lewis and Jack, I'm saying no to them. But, you know, I want to be proven wrong, Michael. I want these blokes to come on. And, and maybe it doesn't help that, um, oh, I don't know, the ball is not coming to their fore line very well, but they're not making it easy for anyone by not leading. But I don't know. What do you think? Of the three? Who's going to make it? Anyone? Um, it's it's really it's hard with Jack Jacker and Kaczynski between them haven't even played ten games, um, so it's really hard to tell with those two guys. I would say Kaczynski looks a lot more confident and likely than Jacker because um he does have a little bit of a strut about him, and he kicked five, he kicked a bag of five goals the other week. Like that's not that you know that was you don't just do that. That's his sixth game. He kicked five, he kicked um a bag of five. That's that's a very good performance from a young, inexperienced player. And he kicked six in that preseason game as well against North. So, you know, he's definitely got talent. Whether he's going to be the main man going forward, I, I, I doubt it. He might be kind of like a, I don't know, a second or third option in the future. Uh, Mitch Lewis, to me, I'm, I'm a little bit more optimistic about Mitch Lewis. I think a couple of years ago, he looked to me really good. He looked like the future. I was pretty, con I was pretty confident he was the guy. And I still think at the moment of the three of them, he's probably the best player of the three of them um, because, you know, he can take marks and crash packs and kick multiple goals. And we've seen him do it. And he's got good skills too. So I think he could definitely be the future as well. The one, the one that kind of concerns me is Jekka because, to me, he looked like he didn't, he wasn't quite sure that he was supposed to be out there. Uh, he, he did not look like he was confident at all. Um, I, his work in the air was just, well, it just wasn't there. Like he, he didn't look like providing a contest or taking a contested mark at any stage. Funnily enough, the very first. I think the very first time he touched the ball in that game against St Kilda was actually a very good contested mark on the wing, if you remember that. Yeah, I do. It was. Incredible. And that, I was like, wow, that looked great. That was yep. a great start. But yep. that was it. He hasn't done <laughs> – not at any other point did he do anything like that. In fact, mm. most of the time he sort of seemed to not really attack the ball and kind of get – he was sort of almost lead under it. It, um, Yeah, I don't know. He, he – I mean, look, as you say, he's a beautiful kick. Like, he, he's kicking, he's just field kicking is fantastic. So I I don't know whether he just needs confidence and if he gets that, he, he could be a player. But the thing is, all three of these guys, um, you know, Mitchell Lewis was pick 78, I think. Uh, Kaczynski was pick 51 or 52. And Jekka came off the rookie list. So, again, here's this issue where we've got all these young – and you don't have to be a top pick to be a good player. We've got some – Luke Bruce came off the rookie list. you know. So we've had some there, – there are some very good – Lockie Neal won the Brownlow last year. He's picking pick 50 or something. So you don't have to be a top pick no, to, no. to be a good player. But, you know, generally that's where the top talent comes from. And 
Yeah. And, you know, all of our young guys, nearly all of our young guys are these fourth, fifth round rookie listed players. So, yeah, mm. uh, it's kind of, it seems like a long shot with all of them. And it's not just our key forwards. Like, I was looking at Dylan Moore, who has been pretty good so far, but I think that was his poorest game to date. Um, you know, Hanrahan's okay. I mean, I'm, I'm going through all these names again, but just none of these guys look like they, – they just look like they're – yeah, look, I, I can't tell if they're the future or not. At this stage, it looks unlikely. Yeah, I mean, ordinarily, none of those guys would be in the team. If we were a decent team, none of those guys would be in the team. They'd be all playing at Box Hill. But that's just that's where our reality is at the moment. Michael, we've got a big game this week against North. A big game. And I, I mean, this is a chance for us to win another game and be three and three wins, which is three wins clear of bottom, where well, we don't want to finish bottom at all, Michael. So, But North are playing reasonable footy at the moment. They're not much good, but they're playing okay footy. Their percentage is, uh, I think theirs is like 50-something, and ours is like 70, close to 78 or 80. So we've got a bit of – obviously our forward line has got a bit more potency than theirs has, but it's an interesting game, Michael. How do you see it? Um, I think it really could go either way. Uh, on the, based on our current form, in fact, I probably would be leaning towards tipping North Melbourne. Um, but, you know, I don't know whether O'Meara and Burgoyne come back. Maybe Gunston comes back too. You know, they're pretty big inclusions. Uh, so, you know, if that, the calibre of the – and they're, they're the sort of calibre of player that North Melbourne just don't really have at the moment. No. Um, so if those sorts of guys come back from the team, uh, yeah, we could definitely win. In fact, if we play anything like we did in the first month, we probably will win this game. But, yeah, uh, yeah based on the last two weeks, I would be tipping North Melbourne. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think there's anyone we can beat if we continue to play the way we are, which is just, this, just these listless performances where it was sort of – I remember at one point, like the only way we would get a goal – because we, I mean, you just had to accept after a while that every second or third kick was going to be a mistake. There's going to be some sort of missed kick or, the, you know, a poor decision. Um, you just had to hope that that poor decision uh, ended in a stoppage for which we gained some ground. And if we did that enough times in a row, we'd get close enough into the forward line that we could sneak a goal. And that happened, what, how many goals did we kick on the weekend? Six? Um, something like that. So oh, we kicked eight. We've got nine in the end, Michael. Got eight, eight, it was eight goals, 12 in the end, our score. So, um, you know, that was that, 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 that's pretty much how we scored our goal. Like, that, that's how low the bar is at the moment. And, like, if, if you didn't watch the game on the weekend, like, if you didn't see us play against West Coast, and I don't blame you if you, didn't want it, if you weren't interested, um, West Coast weren't that good. In fact, West Coast really were pretty poor. I would suggest yeah. that West Coast would have lost on most other days, but they were a lot cleaner than us. And that was really the difference between the two teams. So, um, yeah, like it, that, that loss, it, I mean, it was only 38 points. It feels like one of the – there was something so miserable about that performance. It was just so uh, – It was not, just listless. Yeah, it looked like uh, – yeah, we just looked a very, very long way off it. So, yeah, if we play that way again, we'll lose on Saturday like, for sure. I, look, I, I reckon, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure if we can manage to get two of the three, Burgoyne, O'Meara and Gunston into the, into the team, two of those three, we will actually win. I mean, look, we aren't as bad as, we aren't, as a young group, they're not as bad as that. That is like the low point, I feel, of the season. Oh, God, I hope so. And I think that anything is up from here. So I, I think that um, we won't have Clarkson saying philosophical stuff anymore. We, we don't want to, even when he says that, we just know we've got, we've got to like 
dig deep and put, you know, we're in for a big long winter. But I think um, this week, I think we'll win the game, we'll beat North, and uh, I don't know how by much, by how much we'll win by, but I think we'll, we'll win the game on, on this weekend, Michael. I think the Hawks will win. I've got to believe that, Michael. I can't believe we're worse than bloody North Melbourne. I think, I think to me, it's about timing. So um, we're because we're such a young team. Although you know, sometimes we're not. You look at the list; it's not that young. Like we've got quite a few mature age sort of guys as well. But um, I, I think during this rebuilding phase, there are going to be uh, you know a run of games where we are playing just terribly and it looks hopeless. Yeah. Um, then we might have a few more where we start to look all right. You know, yeah. um, I, I think what I really want to see between now and the end of the season is just to see some of those guys that I've already mentioned show more, like show, maybe Kaczynski kicks another bag of five or maybe Jekka does or something like that. And, and, you know, you can start to see that there might be a future there. Or, you know, maybe some of these guys that are out injured at the moment, like Day and Granger Barras and, and Bro- well, Brockman's not injured, but those sorts of guys who, who look to have talent come in and start showing something as well. So that, that would be really good. Uh, one play, before I forget, I just wanted to mention Ned Reeves, who I noticed was named in the best uh, for Box Hill on the weekend. Um, is there any chance we're going to see this guy in the senior team? Because they seem very reluctant to put him in for whatever reason. I, I well, I hope so. I mean, if this is an ex- if this is the year that it is at the minute, they might as well shove him in. And I reckon towards the end of the season, he'll he'll play a couple of games. I was just looking at the uh, at the, the 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 fixture, Michael, going forward. I'm just sort of trying to work out. So, which games do I want to go along and see? Right. Well, I'll go to every game I can. Yeah. Well, oh, as miserable as it is at the moment. Yeah. Um, well, there's a cup. There's one game I'm definitely not going to go to. I'm definitely not going to go to the Carlton game because I know you're going. I cannot go to that game. I cannot be in the crowd when those Carlton supporters are carrying on like pork chops and paying out on Hawthorne as they will be, because it'll be too much for me, Michael. I've been scarred over the years. I, I don't want to go back and feel those relive those scarring moments back in the day. Shocking. Carlton supporters are the worst supporters in the world, folks. Just letting you know. Any Carlton supporters listening? God. Why would a Carlton supporter be listening to <laughs> <laughs> We're not. It's, I tell you, we've got our, a hate list, Michael, and I just want to remind people of the hate list. Carlton is on that hate list. Essen is on that hate list. Geelong is on that hate list. They're the teams I cannot stand. Michael, have you got, want to add the swans to that list? Yeah, I have the swans on my. You got the swans. I, I'm sort of, I, I'm sort of annoyed by the swans. I can't think of two, 2012 anymore. I just don't go there. That scarred me. But I sort of don't like the swans, but not as much as dislike Geelong, Essendon, Carlton. God. Oh, and Melbourne's the other team. I'm being reminded Melbourne's the other team. I'm not crazy about, but I can put up with them, I guess. All right, Michael. I reckon that's about it for the show. What do you reckon? Yeah, well, I think we've had our anything we say at this point, none of it's going to be positive, so we might as well move on. So, yeah, look, I hope we win this week, but um, gosh, I don't know, I just don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think we're going to win, folks. It's a roller coaster we're on. The Mighty Hawk supporters—they're always giving us something interesting, and this is a bit of an interesting phase we're going through. But you know, we can't complain. We've been given so much by the Hawks Hawthorne Football Club over the years. God, imagine if you barrack for St Kilda. God, Father, they give you nothing. Or even Collingwood. God, Father. At least we've had glory laid on thick. So 
Anyway, but this is a bit of one of those moments. Folks, uh, look, I love Hawthorne, and we know you do as well too. And uh, we're looking forward to a big win this weekend, Michael. I'm talking positive. Big win this weekend. Folks, can the Mighty Hawks. Let's have a big win on Saturday.